The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So we've been spending time in the last few weeks with some of the virtues that help us both with sitting practice and with daily life. Um, there are 10 virtues called parami in the ancient Pali language. And the development of these 10 virtues strongly supports the cultivation of kindness and compassion. So in prior sessions, we've touched a little bit on cultivating virtues of generosity, ethics, renunciation or letting go of the unwholesome in favor of the wholesome, a little bit of wisdom, and a little bit of energy. And we brought some energy into our practice the last couple of nights with our purpose for doing this practice and and any aspiration we have. So tonight, I thought it might be useful to reflect on yet another of these 10 virtues that has everything to do with kindness and compassion. And it's integrated with the others, really. And that virtue is patience. For many people, it takes time to develop, and it might be the one they need to call on the most in life. Uh, patience is supportive with so many situations that arise every day. Uh, for example, patience with the gradual unfolding of this practice itself and with how it's going for you at any particular moment. Patience with everyday stressors at work and home, uh, on the roadways, in the stores, everywhere. Patience with challenging relationships including, maybe, our relationship with ourselves. It's also the virtue, patience, that will do as much or more than any other virtue to free up energy for practice and for a happy life. If you think about it and you track what happens in your body, you can feel the difference between times when you are patient, naturally, you're fine, and times when impatience arises. When challenges arise and when we have a habit of impatience, we might wish that situations or people were different than they are. When we fight or struggle with the way things are, Resistance, frustration, anger, and other states of mind and emotion, other forms of reactivity, tend to drain our energy. And sometimes we don't even know it until we let go of resistance. We stop struggling with life, and suddenly we find we have a lot more energy. Um, when we begin to cultivate patience, we can start by seeing and knowing the bodily sensations that show us when impatience begins, you know, when it first starts to come up. Um, sometimes people know that in their bodies. Sometimes they know it in their minds. So what, whichever it is for you, we can begin to understand that. And with awareness or mindfulness, this great power that we have 
and that we're cultivating, we can begin to learn not to react to things, not to hold on to them, and not to get caught up in them. And as mindfulness is strengthened through these practices we do, we become better able to maintain a steadiness in the face of all these challenging situations that come up in life. Our search for freedom from stress and suffering then can move more readily in the right direction. So cultivating patience is actually kindness plus equanimity in practice, in action. And um, I thought it might be worth some exploration this evening. So with that, getting uh, into your meditation, taking your time to notice your state of mind and body as you enter this meditation. Sometimes what has happened today contributes to what's happening as you begin to meditate. Taking that into account and allowing yourself whatever you might need to support settling in to the meditation. Breathing in support for yourself, nourishment and energy for your practice. And breathing out, releasing anything that needs to be softened or eased, any tightness or tension from the day that can be let go. Continuing to deeply breathe in support for yourself and breathing out, releasing anything that can be easily released that's an obstacle. And honoring whatever remains that may be Unpleasant, but wants to remain to be acknowledged or can cannot be released. That's fine. Allowing that just as it is. Perhaps gently calling to mind any intention that you have this evening. What could you be with this evening that could bring you some support?
It could be as simple as bringing your awareness back again and again to what's happening right now and letting that change, letting that be fluid. Sending wishes of kindness to yourself and to any part of your experience that could benefit from support. May I be well. May I be free from all harm. May I be contented at ease with the way things are, even when there are challenges. May I live with patience. May I begin to become aware of times when patience would be helpful. And be kind to myself if patience is not yet a strength. May I find some balance, some equanimity with events in my life. allowing any other wishes of kindness for yourself that float up into your awareness. No need to think about it, just anything that bubbles up that wants some kindness from you.
Perhaps calling to mind someone you know or you have known or even seen from afar who embodies patience. And perhaps that person is you. Perhaps it's someone else. And if there are several people, that's fine too. Letting yourself remember or envision, have images of the actions, the behaviors, the way of speaking and being in the world that demonstrated to you aspects of patience. Seeing the kindness in those aspects of patience that you've witnessed or that you've offered. It is kindness. Perhaps seeing the generosity in patience, giving someone the gift of time, the gift of space, the gift of no pressure. At some point in your life, someone was patient when you took your first steps, when you weren't that good at walking, maybe when eating from a spoon or fork was new and it took time. Maybe you saw someone demonstrate the kindness and the gift of patience 
when you were learning something for the first time, how to drive, how to try a sport, how to do a job, Noticing what kind of energy patience seems to embody, a kind of spacious, unhurried energy. If something is coming up right now that might benefit from your patience, see what it might be like to give it time, kindness, the gift of space, letting it take what it needs, letting it be seen just as it is. Even if the mind is tending to drift off into other directions or preoccupations, giving it the gift of gently noticing where it went and gently returning it to a kindness and a patience with itself. Perhaps imagining if the person or people that you've known that had the greatest patience imparted their deepest wisdom to you about patience, what might it be that you would want to learn? Or if you're the one who's the most patient person you know, what is your deepest wisdom about patience? Sending yourself the wish for that gift, that deep wisdom, that ability to bring some patience, some time, some allowing into your life, into this meditation.
even if you interact with someone who has very little patience, perhaps sending that person kind wishes. May you be well. May you be free from all harm. May you live with ease and may patience become available to you. May you find balance and equanimity with events in your life. And continuing with this practice in silence, either for yourself, with respect to patience, bringing in those images of what it feels like and looks like, or for someone in your life who has very little patience, sending them kind wishes or balance.
And as we come to the end of this sitting, perhaps extending a little appreciation to yourself and your practice, even if you cultivated just a tiny bit more patience with the way the mind acts, the way the body is, you've taken yourself one step closer to the virtues that embody freedom. So perhaps you had a little taste of images from people you've known that embodied patience or ways that you yourself have been on the receiving end or have offered patience and how valuable that is for so many conditions that we face in life. And we now have the opportunity to share a little in breakout groups of three or four people each. And um, perhaps you can share one thing at a time as you go around the circle about some quality related to patience that you noticed when you were reflecting on people who have embodied it or some way in which you find generosity, kindness, and equanimity in being offered patience or in giving yourself patience as you do this practice and it unfolds. So we'll have 10 minutes in the rooms and uh, please, as I say, offer one thing in the circle. Please no crosstalk, no commentary on each other's share and no trying to teach one another. Just listen sincerely with your whole heart to the other person, people. Notice what comes up in your heart and then share from your own experience. And we'll come back in about 10 minutes. Thank you. Enjoy. And Serena, if you can hear me, maybe you can click join to join room eight, or you can meditate in silence with me for the next 10 minutes.
you get bounced out of your room, Jennifer? No, I wasn't in a room. Oh, you weren't. Um, if you'd like, I'll add you to yes. room nine. You're thank welcome. You. Yeah, That's thank fun. you. Bear with me here. I will. Thank you so much for everything. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hmm. Okay. There you go. Welcome back. Just a few more seconds and the others will flood back into the room. Welcome back. So we now have about seven minutes uh, for sharing inspirations that came to you during that uh, meditation or breakout, questions or um difficulties, challenges, and the one request we have is that you share from your own experience and not name names of anyone who said anything in your group, just, you know, how you are feeling or what you are um, finding in it, and you can raise your hand uh, or unmute yourself when you're ready to share. How is this topic of patience and equanimity and kindness? Yes, Bill. Um, what I noticed during the during the meditation is how the the meditation of patience kind of started to cross over into things like love and renunciation, like of not wanting to be somewhere else. And then the not wanting is like, well, if that's true, then maybe I should want what I have instead of dreaming of things that I don't have and getting myself frustrated because of it. And, you know, and, and the patience lends itself to the law. It, it's, it just, it kind of spread out from there. So anyway, that's all I wanted to say. Thank you very much, Bill. Those are wonderful inspirations. And Hugh, please. Yeah, thank you, Liz. Um, I was sharing uh, with uh, my breakout uh, brothers and sisters how my practice I'm working on right now, trying to develop patience when driving the car. I have to drive quite a bit. And taking my meditation to the 
off my cushion and to drive in the car. And I, I call it, I've been calling it um, a courtesy meditation to be courteous to the other drivers and look for opportunities to uh, be courteous with them at, at four way stops to always make sure that everybody gets a chance to go. And I was looking out for opportunities to practice uh, this kind of generosity. And it's taken an anxiety out of uh, driving. Um, It maybe makes me five minutes later getting to the supermarket. But when I get there, I'm completely relaxed. And uh, I'm wondering now, I think you said something about that all of these uh, Hermes, all of these um, qualities can sort of come together and feed together when you have your generosity and courtesy, equanimity seems to be there. And it's, uh, and it seems like they, they support one another. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate courtesy instead of competition (laughs) behind the wheel. And uh, yes, the integration you know, Bill was referring to that a bit, how they start to, you see how they support one another. You see how one can lead to another. So thanks very much, Hugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Other thoughts? inspirations, difficulties. Anybody here challenged by patience? (laughs) Anybody ever have any impatience? (laughs) This may be a rather cool-headed crew. (laughs) Um, So this is Michael. I mean, great, Michael. Yeah, thanks. Uh, (laughs) And and, And aggressive. So um, I really think the patience parami is the number one that I uh, set the intention to do. And I shared in the group that I gently note it as I pedal to events. It could be unpleasant. So deep bows. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. And Wayne, please. Well, I think I'm in my last two days of teaching 13 and 14 year olds. So I was saying I'm going to lose my greatest test for patience, which I've never, never succeeded at. Oh, my goodness. The fact that you hung in in the classroom for a full <laughs> career of teaching it tells me you are full of patience. Thank you. Yes. If you think you're ultra patient, deal with some 13 and 14-year-olds. <laughs> uh, Claire, please. Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, okay. Sorry. I think my family's on. Um, I was just thinking this is really irrelevant. I, I have the least patience of anybody I know. But I, what I was saying about because of what some of the other people were saying was if you haven't come to New York and walked, I mean, just walking home from your office, walking to three blocks, it's a fight to the finish to see if you can get the, get across the street before the light changes. Yes, it is, especially in Midtown. 
<laughs> I was picturing this as you were talking about being patient and just chuckling. And, you know, I would love to take a picture and send it to all of you. It must look as it would look hysterical to you. And yeah. Then, and New Yorkers just are not patient people, I don't think. I think we like being here because we're not patient. We're all alive. <laughs> There is a lot of energy in New York City. <laughs> yeah. so, that's my thought for the night. Thank you, Claire. And Pat, you had your hand up. Did you want to share? I was, other people have theirs up, and I've been speaking a lot. But I think that what I'm seeing, what I have been so profoundly happy with is how all of these elements support one another. One of the things I've been working on is my own short temper or a kind of trigger finger mentality that I got into when I come to California. I'm from another part of the country, which is much slower. And I see that changing. And that has been, I'm profoundly grat- great, grateful for that. And I also use stop signs as a, and tail lights as a trigger for mindfulness and generosity, kindness. It wasn't there to begin with. (laughs) Those are great reminders, little mindfulness bells. Thank you so much, Pat. And I realize it's already 7 o'clock, so I want to invite people who need to go to go. And I'll stay on for a moment for Serena to share and others who want to stay can share. But you can say goodnight quickly if you'd like, and then we'll we'll go on for another couple minutes here. Good night. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Take care, everyone. everyone. Yep. Good night. Good night, and thank you. Thank you. Good night, and thank you. Everybody has been very patient. Yes. um, So, Serena, what would you like to share? Yes. You know, I, um, I had a totally different opposite day of being patient Mm -hmm. today. And, um, I'm not sure I really was aware that I was not being patient. I just felt I didn't feel, I felt really uncomfortable and I felt out of control about how I was feeling or how the day was going. And um, I just, I didn't see any opportunity. I mean, I'm thinking, thinking back, the only opportunities of being patient was kind of um, recognizing other people's reactions and not wanting to feed the negative. So I suppose that's being patient. I just recognize that actually, as I'm talking, that actually that's, that's being patient. Yes, that's it. That's being patient. I didn't. Re- I didn't recognize that before I spoke up, mm-hmm. because I really felt like I had been a total failure of being patient today. You know. So um, I'm glad you brought this up, and that is a great beginning. And by the way, you're recognizing it now. You know what happened today, and I really want to endorse that. Any time we come to awareness of any uh, hindrance like impatience, even if it's after it happened, that's useful. Because if we can recognize it afterwards and go, oh, wow, that was impatience I was going through. 
you know, even if we do that multiple, multiple times until the day comes that we might recognize it right afterwards, like, oops, I was just being impatient. And then I find that gradually uh, recognizing that it will work its way into, you'll catch yourself in the middle of impatience. Uh, It has a lot to do with starting to notice the first signs in yourself. And it takes time to recognize that, to be with moments of impatience and then go, oh, okay, yeah, I was. And the way it came out was, you know, this feeling in the body or this tendency in speech or this way my mind went. But keep looking at it, keep being um, consistent with it. And then one day it'll happen when you feel the urge bubbling up and you actually decide, nope, not worth it going down that road. I think I can just take some time here and not fly right into impatience. So give yourself plenty of time to work with this, to learn how it feels, to be impatient, to recognize it even after the fact, and it will build into a skill over time. I just realized as you were speaking that I was experiencing too much pain to even recognize that I was impatient. That my, I wasn't even recognizing, I think what prevented me was that I didn't recognize my own pain. Really I didn't recognize good. my own pain and suffering. Really, really good. My own, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. When we are feeling pain, stress, suffering, dissatisfaction, and those are up for us, it can block out all patients. And we do need to know those things in order to find our way towards these virtues. We have to be kind to ourselves. So um, thank you very much, Serena. And thank you all for hanging in here. Take care. And I will see you all tomorrow night. Good night, all. Bye, everybody. Thank you. 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 Thank you.